Waco Lions in action against Huddle, the Temple Wildcats in action against Magnolia West, and the University Trojans in action against Granbury across our family radio stations. And we're, we're going to talk some Cowboy football here. It is game week for the Cowboys, finally. We welcome into the program Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good afternoon. How are you? Well, I'm a little bit better now that you just said exactly what I've been waiting to hear for an entire offseason, which it's finally game week, and this is a legitimate game week. No more preseason, no more speculation. Time to play some football and put your starters back out on the field, and I think that's uh, that's got everybody, including myself, a little fired up this week. One thing we do know, Kyle, is that uh, Cam Newton's not going to be backing up Dak Prescott. <laughs> Yeah, you're exactly right, and, and they had kind of kicked the tires, I think, on him and a lot of the other backup quarterbacks that were out on the open market, uh, and the only one they elected to, to actually go and bite on was Will Greer, who I guess Baylor fans uh, down in the Central Texas area, I mean, if you're a Texas fan, you got to see him for a little bit because he played for West Virginia and uh, played for Matt Rule out in Carolina. It was the backup quarterback there, but yeah, not the former Carolina Panthers quarterback that you were thinking might have made his way to Dallas. Instead, they went with Will Greer. Kyle, with the offensive line right now for Dak Prescott, a little bit of news coming out today that Lyle Collins may be in a holding pattern. What does that do to this offensive line? And uh, is, is there still a huge question mark on the depth of this offensive line as you head into week number one? Yeah, I think it does put that, that depth a little bit more to the forefront because you felt pretty – decent at least about the way that the the offensive line was looking if all five of you if though especially with the uncertain health of guys like Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins over the last couple of years and uh, Collins it's it's still not he's not at least held out of the game at the moment but you said it yourself I mean the quote directly from Mike McCarthy is they are in a holding pattern and it's a a next stinger that has been bothering him over the last couple of weeks, he has been in the middle of rehab assignments with Britt Brown uh, throughout practice today. He did have the pads on, which was at least a positive sign. Something moving forward, which we could, couldn't have said a, a couple days ago with Lyle Collins. But if he's out, then you go to Ty Inseki. Then you talk about Terrence Steele. And both of those guys, though they are on the 53-man roster, haven't really done a whole lot for the confidence of the depth of this offensive line. And I think that's something that has to be said is is you you had a chance to address it in the draft you had a chance to address it uh in free agency and neither one of those really came out uh, with anything other than a guy like Ty Inseki who was kind of a bottom of the barrel uh depth offensive lineman whenever free agency came around so now you're gonna you're gonna start questioning it a little bit more as you go into the year especially if Collins misses any time at all but especially some significant time Talking with Kyle Yeomans of the Dallas Cowboy Network. Kyle, uh, yeah, they put the 53-man roster together the other day, but uh, that, that certainly wasn't the, the, the final product. And, and taking COVID out of the equation, it, are we going to see this roster in flux like this throughout the season with, with the Cowboys, you know, grabbing this one, plugging in this one? I mean, that, it's, it seems that's what we saw this week anyway. Yeah, I don't think it'll be to this – to the extent of what we saw this week. Because, I mean, it, it looked like a, a scene out of a, a detective movie trying to figure out with the, the bulletin boards trying to and the strings following where each of these moves ended up going because it was it was complex, it was confusing, it, it was not fan-friendly 
to say the least, but I, I don't think that we've seen the end of this. I don't think this is going to be the only week of the year where you're going to see that kind of movement. And I think a part of that is the, the 16-man practice squads that you're going to see around the NFL again this year. That's something that stuck around. That was a COVID change initially. Um, and then I think it's also just due in part to COVID itself. I think it will uh, have its hands and its mitts all over this 2021 football season, whether it's the Cowboys or any of the other NFL organizations. But you're going to have to be flexible. And I think that's the reason why the Cowboys went back and signed a total of four quarterbacks. I mean, you, you're, you're able to keep probably two active guys. You'll keep a permanent practice squad quarterback, which at the moment it looks like that'll be Ben DiNucci. And then you'll have a flex guy, which will be Will Greer at the moment behind Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush because you want somebody to be available should worst-case scenario hit and your quarterback room starts uh, getting sick. I mean, you saw guys last year that were stashed in other locations from other, other organizations. I mean, there were guys that they, they would, wouldn't even bring into the facility because if a certain position group caught COVID and you had to put a bunch of guys on the COVID list, you could at least have a designated survivor sort of deal where you could bring a guy in and, and, and work that out. And I think that might be some of the possibilities that are put at hand whenever you, you look at this 53-man roster moving forward. Kyle? Kyle? Why why does Ben DiNucci keep getting life from this team? I, is it because McCarthy drafted him and, and that's you know he doesn't want to give up yet or I, I just explain to me why he is re-signed with this football team? Uh, I don't really know the answer to that question, Ward. I wish I did. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I think and and if I had a guess, it would be the connection that McCarthy does have with, with Ben DiNucci. And he certainly sees something in the young quarterback that not a whole lot of other people do, if anybody does. Because, I, I mean, you, you saw it just as much as your own. I mean, you're a former co- coach uh, in your own right. Would you have signed Ben DiNucci to any shape, fashion, or form? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I wouldn't either. I, and I'm not even a former coach. So I, he has something that, that – at least Mike McCarthy uh, can look at and, and feel pretty good about. But overall, I mean, it's just as perplexing to those in the media and those that uh, know the game just as much as those or to those, I think, in the coaching staff as well. But we'll see what kind of role he has moving forward. He may be the quote-unquote designated survivor sort of guy where he's not even really uh, a part of the practice squad reps, but mostly uh, just a, a an extra in-case, in worst-case scenario, nightmare scenario sort of deal, uh, and we'll see how that moves on uh, as we move forward. All or right, would it ever be? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, uh, the, the Cowboys open Thursday night uh, against uh, Tampa, and if, if I'm not mistaken, they're okay. I mean, they're a pretty good team. Yeah, you know, they're decent, right? I mean, they're, they've got, like, a banner or something that they're going to raise on, on Thursday. Nothing to, like, big time or anything, right? <laughs> So, quarterback's won a few games. He could throw it a little bit. But he's old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could say that, but is he really? I mean, I haven't seen him drop <laughs> off. Have you? Yeah, exactly. But they really, I mean, it is a, a difficult start for Dallas. They've got two really tough games right out of the box. You're exactly right. And honestly, if you ask me, I'm more scared, and this is going to sound really weird. Let me explain myself first. But I'm more scared of the, the the Los Angeles Chargers game more so than I am the Tampa Bay game because 
Tampa Bay, certainly, you want to go in, you want to set the tone. You want to start 1-0, you want to beat the best to get your season started right. But if you lose against Tampa Bay, your season's not done with. You're not over, you're not panicking. Because Tampa Bay is that good of a team where if you lose, there's a reason for that. But if you start 0-2, if you go on the road and face the Chargers who are playing in front of fans for the first time at SoFi Stadium and you're not ready to go, you're going to lose that game. I mean, there's a very big chance of that. And we'll talk about this certainly next week as well. But there is a big chance that you go in and you sleepwalk either after beating the Bucks or after losing to the Bucks that you aren't necessarily paying as close of attention because it's not the reigning champions and because it's a second-year quarterback and it's a roster that's not as widely known that you end up going 0-2 and then you're really, really reeling from there. And, and you've got to win four of your next five games. You've got to, got to get climb your way back into position. You have to find a way to, to be successful early on, whether it's one of these first two weeks. But you're right, it's not going to be an easy task. All right, uh, Kyle, we, we appreciate your time. We're, we're up against the clock, and, again, our apologies. We were running a little late uh, last segment. I appreciate it, and uh, look forward to it Thursday night. Uh, Cowboys in Tampa, and it should be a lot of fun. Hey, what game are you working tonight? Yeah, so I've got, I had Alito and Lone Star last night, which turned into a really, really good football game up at Toyota Stadium. Tonight, I've got some private school football. I've got Parrish Episcopal. And Austin LBJ. Austin LBJ is a public school, 4A Division One down in, in Austin. But uh, they're a really good football team, too, so it should be fun. Uh, enjoy your call tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. And, and, and have a uh, great Labor Day. Absolutely, guys. You, too, as well. Look forward to talking with you again next week. Sounds good. That's Kyle Yeomans of the Cowboys uh, Network. It's 547.